That's why I just say let it rip, and then the next day reset the whole house after everybody leaves. And that is not how my wife used things. Live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios at the Avenue in downtown Milwaukee, this is Wisconsin's Morning News. Here's your host, Vince Vetrano. Just about 7.12 on Wisconsin's Morning News. This Monday morning, WTMJ's Sandy Max leading our WTMJ Cares Initiative this week. And we really get started in earnest today. It's all about blood donations, how important they are. And if you've ever wondered how important that is, Sandy's got a really fascinating story about a Wisconsin farmer's life-changing day. About eight years ago near De Pere, dairy farmer and volunteer firefighter Jason Pansier had a horrific accident. I was in a tractor. We were on a family farm and we were um, building the North Pit. The tractor overturned and the cab crushed me. The whole tractor came down on top of me and parts of the tractor were actually stuck through my leg. I was pinned in there for two hours, conscious the whole while, and then they were finally able to get the machine released off of me. And then as soon as they started to lift it, I could feel I was bleeding out. Once the 40,000-pound tractor was lifted off of him, Panzer had lost so much blood during his flight transport that the floor of the helicopter was a pool of blood inches deep. Flew me the Green Bay, and all said and done, it was well over 300 units that I had received to stay alive. You heard correctly, 300 units of blood to save Panzer's life. He had over 30 surgeries to survive and doctors amputated his left leg. With the use of a prosthetic leg, he has resumed the life he led before as a dairy farmer and as a captain with the Ledgeview Fire Department. He hosts two blood drives a year in the De Pere area because he recognizes the huge impact blood donations have on our community. You know, you could be helping your best friend that got in an accident and you didn't even know it five minutes from now. That blood could be going right to him. You could have saved your friend's life or your family members, any of your family members, or even yourself. You donate blood and then a week later they could be using that same, you know, they could be using blood to save you. For people who are apprehensive about needles, Panzer has this insight on just how simple the blood donation process can be. You only feel a little pick. I don't even think it's as much as a pick like you get a shot at the doctor. A little pick, you look away and 15, 20 minutes later you're out of there. And there's so many people that can use it. It's just the simplest thing you could do and easiest thing you can do to help save lives. And you're in an air conditioning building, so I mean, it's not like there's, it's not no stress on you, it's just, it's real simple. Stay cool, save lives, and avoid a dangerous blood supply shortage by donating blood today. Sandy Max, WTMJ News. You can book your appointment to donate blood today, Tuesday, or Wednesday. This is all going at the Milwaukee County Zoo. WTMJ Cares partnering on this three-day blood drive with the American Red Cross and with support from Gruber Law Offices. So here's what you do. You go to WTMJ.com and you can book your day and time or just text the word blood to the Old National Bank Talk and Text Line 855-616-1620, 855-616-1620. Text the word blood and we'll send you the information on how to register. It's WTMJ Cares with Sandy Max through the week, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday at the Milwaukee County Zoo. 7.15, Brandon Snide has sports coming up next. It's sponsored by Holiday Automotive at Highway 23 in Fond du Lac. Holiday Automotive, it's worth the trip. Time for an update from the Gruber Law Office's One Call, That's All Sports Desk. Here's Brandon Snide. The Milwaukee Brewers got the start. They were looking forward to begin their 10-game road trip. Owen Miller hit a tie-breaking double in the 10th inning, and the Brewers 
went on to take the game on Sunday afternoon by a final of 5-4 to four to win the series, taking two out of three in Cleveland. Miller one for four in the game of the pitch. Fly ball deep in the left field. Quan going back onto the warning track, watching it hit high off the top of the fence. It stayed in play around third. Weimer relay to the plate will not be in time, and the Brewers have the lead in the tenth by a matter of inches. Owen Miller missed a two-run home run. M- Miller, the former Guardian, was the big story of the day. The other Brewers reliever, Elvis Paguara, who came into the bottom of the tenth, who shut the Guardians down to record. His first career save. Take the lead in the tenth there, and the way that the rule works now, where you start out kind of in a jam immediately, um, it, it adds something to it for sure. And um, yeah, you know, it's his first save, I believe. So it's you know it's going to be it's going to be a little extra no matter what. But he responded, and proud of him for responding and then getting the job done. Next up for the Brewers, a four-game trip to the Big Apple to take on the Mets that begins later tonight. Coverage gets underway here on WTMJ. Beginning at 5.35, Colin Ray expected to get the start for the Brew Crew. Over to the NBA, following the draft, the Bucks will enter free agency that begins on Friday, followed up by the league's Summer League on July 7th. General Manager John Horst looking at new ways with new head coach Adrian Griffin to build the roster. Yeah, I think his opinion, the coaching staff's opinion, there's a little bit of hitting the ground running with this group and everything we're going through. But to the best of our ability, we're pulling them into our processes. We're meeting, we're watching film, we're discussing, and we're going through, you know, here's what we think here. You know, this is why. And a lot of it up until here in the last minutes and making the decisions. And so it's been very open, very collaborative. Uh, He's got great insight, great opinions. We're not trying to build a roster like we have in the past. The Bucks will tip off their summer league action on July 7th against the reigning NBA champions, the Denver Nuggets. Lastly, over to college baseball as the College World Series will see a deciding Game 3 to crown a champion. This coming after the Florida Gators won Game 2 over LSU on Sunday by a final score of, wait for it, 24-4. to It was a close one there, Vinny. Game 3 is all set tonight for 6 p.m. 24-4. to 24-4. A record there, believe it or not, 24 runs scored. An exclusive dining opportunity with the Packers star, and it's going to raise money for a great effort here in Wisconsin. That story is next on Wisconsin's Morning News. A.J. Dillon, Green Bay Packers running back. Number two on the depth chart, but number one in the hearts. Of so many here in Wisconsin. Now, he's married to a Wisconsin girl. Her family is from Door County. So they spend a lot of time up there. If you follow AJ Dillon on social media, he's always posting pictures and really cool stuff of the things that they're doing. Folks just love him up there. They call him the mayor of Door County. He is also a champion of helping fight hunger. And WTMJ's Tony Cartagena has a unique invitation from the Dillons if you want to help. The 62nd pick in the 2020 NFL Draft, Green Bay Packers select A.J. Dillon. A.J. Dillon has gone all in on the Wisconsin community and has really embraced not just Green Bay, but Door County and the entire state of Wisconsin. He married local Wisconsinite Gabrielle, and uh, he wanted to give back. And so when uh, they reached out and they wanted to be a part of what we were doing here at Feeding America Eastern Wisconsin, we were blown away. That's Scott Marshall, VP of Feeding America Eastern Wisconsin. It's the largest food bank in the state. They provide access to healthy meals to 35 counties. Dylan up the middle, A.J. Dylan to the end zone, touchdown! 
Green Bay Packers running back A.J. Dillon and his wife Gabrielle championed the Healthy Kids Healthy Summer campaign with Feeding America Eastern Wisconsin. Over the course of the last year, the Dillon family has helped provide nearly one million meals to neighbors in need. Well, you know, hunger is a year-round issue for, for many families, but what a lot of people don't know is that it actually really does spike during the summer. Um, so many families, to be able to feed their kids, rely on free school meals, whether it's breakfast or lunches or even snacks at daycare. And that's available nine months out of the year, but from June until August, that need really increases as those kids are out of school, don't have access to those meals, and then parents have to uh, be very creative and in a lot of cases rely on the system that we support here at Feeding America Eastern Wisconsin to be able to keep those kids fed and get them through the summer and into September so they can get back to those school meals. Maximizing their influence and impact, this summer the Dillons are hosting a very special event with Feeding America Eastern Wisconsin and it's going to be open to the public. One of the ways that AJ and Gabrielle Dylan are helping support this is they are actually going to host kind of an exclusive dinner uh, to help raise money and awareness. The dinner takes place at Salt in Appleton, Wisconsin on July 9th. Tickets are available at HealthyKidsHealthySummer.org. We only have 40 seats available for this event, but Adrian and Gabrielle were very specific that they wanted to make sure that anybody who wanted to participate in this event could be able to. And so uh, going to HealthyKidsHealthySummer.org, that's where you can learn more about the event and how you could buy your tickets. It's called Dining with the Dillons. That's also the name of the wildly popular Instagram page that the couple runs where they share recipes and pictures of food that they've prepared. For this event with Feeding America Eastern Wisconsin, the menu at Salt will be curated by AJ and Gabrielle. It really speaks to um, the the commitment that AJ and Gabrielle have to the community, that they're willing to take their time. I mean, not only is AJ getting ready for the upcoming Packer season, but they just had their first child, Trey. And so for them to be able to take some of their, their time, that's precious. To be able to set it aside, to be able to help support our mission to solve hunger, create awareness, and really create an incredibly unique experience and a great dinner for people who want to get involved. Uh, it means so much. Once again, the website for Dining with the Dillons is healthykidshealthysummer.org. Current stats show that one in six kids in the state of Wisconsin don't know where their next meal is coming from. Tony Cartagena, WTMJ News. Again, only 40 tickets available. The restaurant is called Salt, as Tony said. It is in the Fox Valley, so might not be familiar to a lot of folks from the southeast part of the state. It's in Kakana or that area. I've I've heard of it and heard good things. So you would think these two are like super foodies, as Tony was yeah, talking about. Yeah, they're not going to pick. They know what's up. They're not going to pick fast food. <laughs> That's right. It is, it's pricey. It's $500 per guest. And it's a fundraiser, obviously, with the proceeds benefiting Feed, Feeding America Eastern Wisconsin. If you're interested in at least having a look, checking it out, you can type in healthykidshealthysummer.org or Google Healthy Kids Healthy Summer and A.J. Dillon, and the registration will come up for you. couple of rain showers, as Debbie indicated, popping up on the radar this morning. Did everybody get rain yesterday, like during the day? That was kind of spotty. Like some folks, the northern part of southeast Wisconsin, if you will, seem to get like the bulk of it. Yeah, we well, we got a little bit overnight. Just a little pop-up. 
right? I noticed that oh, our, yeah, overnight our picnic table was wet, so Good. nothing else looked wet. But then we had that random, like, five, six o'clock shower yeah. last night. Michelle is in for Eric today. She lives on the south side along with me. So, yeah, we got a little bit a little bit of extra taste. I'll take a little bit more if if the heavens are offering. We need it. Just right. We'll take every little bit we can get. Sorry if you had early morning golf plans. Brewers broadcaster Sophia Minnert is our guest on Brewers 360. That's up next. Time for an update from the Gruber Law Office's One Call, That's All Sports Desk. Here's Brandon Snide. Owen Miller hit a tie-breaking double in the 10th inning, and Elvis Paguara secured his first career save as the Brewers went on to win the rubber match on Sunday afternoon over the Cleveland Guardians by a final score of 5-4. After winning two out of three in Cleveland, the Brewers will take on the Mets in New York tonight to begin a four-game set. Coverage will begin right here on WTMJ beginning at 535. Colin Ray expected to get the start. Brewers 360 this morning, our guest Sophia Minnert. She is with us on Eastern Daylight Time as the Brewers are in New York City. Morning, Sophia. Good morning, guys. How's it going? Uh, not till a night game tonight, but uh, you had a late one last night, so thanks for being up early. Saw the uh, picture with you and Vinny Rotino at uh, famous at uh, famous Ray's Pizza. Yeah, it's uh, that's always a classic stop for us. It's like right by our hotel, so uh, there's a couple of them across the city, but we always always enjoy a little late slice of pizza. It's a nice way to you know get into New York. So, Sophia, I'm, I'm curious. As a fan, I'm watching the Brewer game yesterday, Sunday afternoon. The game gets over, uh, I don't know, it was about 4 o'clock-ish. Yeah. What's it like for you guys? I know there's some post-game stuff you have to do, but for a getaway day, you know, from from the game ending to the post-game to the plane to the new city, walk me through that process because I'm, al- I'm always fascinated and curious about it. Happens it happens pretty quick to wheels up. It happens very quick, yes. Um so basically, we do our post game show um, like we normally do. Meanwhile, you know, everyone's getting ready. Everything is getting packed up in the clubhouse. Um, it's, it really is kind of like a traveling circus. I have to give <laughs> all of the credit to our travel director, Dan Lorea, Joe Swan, uh, Joe Swanhart, who just works so hard, especially on these travel days, to get us from one place to another. Um, so basically, we are on the buses one hour after the end of the game, um, going to the airport, and then load the plane and off to the next stop. Um, and then we just repeat that process over and over again. So, um, you know, the first day in a city, the staff is over there very early. Um, they've got to unpack, you know, all of the equipment, the, the baseball bags, um, get all the players' lockers ready in the visiting clubhouse. Um, there's a lot of meetings that generally happen, a lot of like scouting and advance meetings that happen on the first day. So, yeah, it really is. It's like a, it's like a, a very well-oiled machine. You know, certainly by the midpoint of the season, as you said, players and everybody associated with this operation is used to how it works. But it, is it like the the school field trip? Does somebody come on with a clipboard and like take attendance, make sure everybody's there? Um, no, no, I don't. <laughs> I don't. As far I know, that's actually a question for Dan. As far as I know, we've never left anybody behind. Um, I think uh, you know we all kind of know like what we have to do and where we need to be. So, um, yeah, I, I think I think we've all made it. 
Talking with Sophia Minnert, Brewers uh, open a four-game set with the Mets. Boy, really nice to get away with that win yesterday in the 10th inning, and the Brewers have been super successful in extra innings this season. Yeah, and I think a big part of that is just like a credit to the bullpen. Um, they are 5-1 and one in extra inning games now. Uh, it's kind of crazy for for Cleveland. That was their 11th extra inning game, um, so they've they've played a lot of those. But the Brewers, I mean, they've done a great job, and I think it's just because of how Craig manages the bullpen uh, to get them there. I think it's it's obviously a credit to, to guys like Devin Williams because um, he's usually putting up a hold there in the ninth. Um, sometimes he's pitching in extras as well. Yesterday it was Elvis Piguero who's just had a fantastic season. He got his first career save. Um, he got his first career win earlier this year as well. So. Elvis, um, he, he had a great inning, and he had to do it against, like, the top of the Cleveland order. So, um, you, you know, I think the, the putting the runner at second base to start the extra inning, it's helps those extra inning games a lot, but it also puts a lot of pressure on your reliever right away. So yesterday was Elvis, and he did a great job. Well, I hope it's a great end to the roadie. Sophia, thanks so much. I know it's a long one, so we'll talk again next week. All right, thanks. Have a good one. Mark Tauscher up next on Wisconsin's Morning News. Brewers 360 brought to you by Holiday Automotive in Fond du Lac. Holiday Automotive, it's worth the trip. Idea Man. It's my wife's birthday. Innovator. I'm trying to balance that out of I want to still do some things that will be well, but I want the night to go according to plan that she'll enjoy it. And Packers Hall of Famer. You like being surprised, but you don't want to actually be surprised, if that makes any sense. It's time for Tausch on Wisconsin's Morning News. Presented by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin and Kohler Services. Mark Tauscher on Wisconsin's Morning News is sponsored by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin and by Kohler Services. All right, Tausch, how did it work out? Just heard the birthday story. Remember, we were talking on Friday. There was, should I surprise her? Should I not surprise her? What other elements are part of this gathering that you were hosting on behalf of your wife's birth anniversary? Uh, yeah, uh, it, it turned the birth anniversary. That's uh, that's a new one. I, it, uh, <laughs> it went about as well as you could have hoped for. I think uh, letting her know in advance that we were having people over, which... Again, uh, my idea of what a clean house is compared to what her idea of a clean house is is the biggest, I guess, difference. And that was probably the best part of making uh, making sure she knew what was going on. But we we pulled it off. It was, I think, minimal amount of work for for her. I think for us, and we were able to have, kind of tie it all together. So, for as much as I would still love to do the surprise and do all that. I think the decision that Eleanor uh, helped me come to with saying, I think it's best for her to have a general idea that people are coming over was the right move. So all in all, I would rank it as a, I wouldn't say raging success, but a high success. That's interesting. Uh, Michelle Richards is in for uh, Eric today as Eric's up north. I don't know if this is something, if that resonates with you, what Tausch was saying about your definition of clean might vary from that of your children or others in your household. (laughs) Yeah, I... You know, my husband does a lot of cleaning, but he doesn't move things. Like, he kind of cleans around things where I I will move every piece of furniture to mop the floors. Yeah, that's uh, where you and or your husband and I probably even disagree more, differ more. I'm not, uh, I, I just, I think, here's the deal. When people come over, you want to have, like, the surfaces clean, but 
you immediately, everything is completely dirty 20 minutes into everybody being over and spilling salsa and, you know, tipping over a beer. So that's why I just think that you end up spending more time cleaning and doing it than you do actually sitting and enjoying. So that's why I just say let it rip, and then the next day reset the whole house after everybody leaves. And that is not how my wife views things. No, my my wife uh, has a term when dealing with the kids about, you know, okay, is your room clean? Yeah. Is it mommy clean? <laughs> and they're teenagers now, but they'll still get asked that question. Yeah, okay, I know you said it's clean. Is it mommy clean? Um, yeah, there's uh, nobody has the has that daddy clean because that just means it's dirty. Uh, that again, that's just my, sounds that's like just that's just house, taking so. a leaf blower to it. Yeah, <laughs> you just you know blow some stuff around or you know move things into closets and then just hope that things will be all right. And so. Everybody has different things that they're, you know, I have OCD on certain things too. And so we're, we just kind of roll with it. And, it, you know, the beautiful thing is after a while, everybody kind of understands each other's strengths and weaknesses, and we roll with it that way. That's the best way. Mark Tausch with us every morning at 10 minutes before 8. Thanks, Tausch. You bet, guys. I collected from the lady, and I cleaned the fan light inside out.